You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? It's John Holmberg here, adding beauty to your world with my friends from Creative Environments. Outdoor living is something we have here in Arizona, and we get to enjoy it almost all year round. Your living space doesn't have to end where your house walls end. You have a backyard just begging to become functional and useful. My designer at Creative Environments, Danielle, came to my house and created an outdoor space for me that is basically now square footage for my home, and I'm so happy I had them reimagine this portion of my property. I have them working on another project, too. I spent a ton of time by my pool in the summer. It's a great pool, but the area around it seems to be just a bunch of wasted space. Danielle at the team at Creative Environments, they're drawing something up for me now. And the cool part is when they show it to me, it's going to be a 3D video. So it's going to basically look like it's finished before they even start. Leaves nothing to the imagination. You'll know exactly what you're getting right there. They are top shelf in every aspect, design, construction, even maintenance. All you have to do is give them a look-see. CreativeEnvironments.com. We live in paradise. Build the backyard of your dreams. Sorry, Ricky's in the middle of the story. Ricky Ragman's here, everybody. This is great. 828 here in the morning sickness. And uh, first off, welcome to KUPD again. I am going to say this, and I know you're probably not going to believe it, but this is my favorite radio station. I have such a long history with KUPD. Yeah. Even when I did the Cat House at After the Gold Rush, I yeah. promote on KUPD. <laughs> and my radio show, Racing Rocks, was on KPD for like 20 years. For a long, long time. Yeah. yeah. And I actually got a guy who emailed me, and he's like, uh, Racing Rock's not on. I just need to know. Uh, I used to listen all the time. Ask Ricky who he's watching in the playoffs. Who's your guy to win in Phoenix? Uh, Are you still all over it, or since you're not? Not as much as I was. Yeah. I still, NASCAR's changed a lot. But, I mean, you know, it's, I like Ross Chastain. He hasn't made it yet. I mean, Ross Chastain I like. I like... If you're a betting man and you want to put, you would tell me to put some cash God, on God, it's so crazy because Chase Elliott probably isn't even going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But uh, Alex Bowman's unstoppable. I think Ross Chastain would be. I'm writing Chastain, guy. guy. All and right. Again, I've held you accountable in the past. I don't know if you remember. I'll hold you accountable again because I went and saw you with uh, that band that time. You gave me money back. I don't yeah, really remember bringing me the change. In pennies. In pennies. Right. Because <laughs> I asked I for my money back place. 15 years later yes. for you. And uh, it was the guy from Rat. Who else was it? Oh, yeah. We uh, did Partners, Partners in Grime. And you yeah. guys it was me. Concert. It was Tammy from Faster Pits Cat, Stephen Piercy from Rat, and Tracy Guns from LA Guns. Yeah, and you had a show, and I think it was after the Gold Rush or yeah. the Electric Ballroom. I yeah, don't remember. Ballroom, I think. You convinced everybody to go to it. The Bathroom. And yeah. not one song. You didn't finish one damn song the whole night. You knew you was. We were watching you rehearse, and I was like, "It was, it was hilarious." It was like, just brief medley. Nine dollars, and you said ah. it was for charity, and you very hilariously brought me a bag of change to give me my money back. <laughs> Which I've always that's appreciated. Awesome. It was awesome. Uh, and right now, you're doing some stuff. That's. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're all over the place right now. Yes, I, I just watched the documentary on. Uh, was it on Max? What is that on? Uh, Paramount. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen the documentary? No, it's no. pretty good. You it's should really watch good. it. Yeah, it's really yeah, good. I, I mean, they're, they're, everybody's making documentaries on, like, the 80s, 90s scenes. And, and like, that, there was that book, like, Nothing But a Good Time. And I've said, for anybody that thinks that the 80s and 90s were nothing but a good time, they weren't there. Because yeah. it was an incredible time. But it was also filled with, like, a lot of bad stuff. Horrible. Yeah. And I talk about a lot about that in my show as well. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but, I, I mean, everybody's making these things. And, and you know, they're not people that are really part of the scene. But uh, yeah. from what I, I mean... Everybody tells me that that show is really, really it good. It is. It's, so I you know what's great? It. It's done well. Kip Winger's in it, and we had him on a week after I saw it. And it's like it really opened my – the first thing I said to him was, I'm sorry. 
Because I was culpable in the whole thing of making Kip Winger the giant joke. Which, you know, in music terms, there's always the band that gets the heat for being right. the, the pussy. They're saying Nickelback is the modern right, yeah. version. But I mean, it, the dude just wanted to be undeserved. entertaining and just got beaten like a baby Started by Metallica. Seal. Yeah, yep. that was the big I thing. mean, the only thing consistent in this scene is that the running joke has always been me. So that's kind of been nice. That everybody's, <laughs> it, it was Kip Winger. It went off and on. Now it's just been me since I started. Yeah. So and that was okay. it. How did you, you know, we talk about uh, how things happen for you in certain areas. We'll get to that in a minute. But how did it get started for you that you got so tied to that scene in L.A. in the 80s, in the, in the rock world? Uh, I was going to clubs. Yeah. My roommate was Tammy, who started Faster Pussycat. Right. And... I talk about this a lot in my show of the cliche of we wanted a place to hang out, meet girls, and get free drinks. Right. And that's how I created the Cat House. And all of our friends were starting bands at the time like Guns N' Roses. Right. I mean, I, I owe so much of my career to Guns N' Roses. Yeah. And they just, as, as the Cat House got bigger and as the bands, all the bands got bigger, they all brought the Cat House with them. And because I had like a no camera rule, it became this like decadent where people were like were having sex like in the bathroom. Safe, yeah. safe doing zone drugs. in a way yeah. too. It became just out of control. And I think because it opened up as a premise of someplace just to have fun and be dirty and sleazy, that's why it got that reputation and it wasn't like this homogenized rock and roll nightclub right, where right. everybody looks good. It was just like dirty and dingy and... And I rode the wave with everybody else. Right. So it just was a filth house on purpose. It yep. met everything you and Tammy wanted to do. And more. And then some. <laughs> but then everybody went their own, you know, everybody's like, Hattie's, you know, Guns N' Roses are the biggest rock and roll band in the world. Yeah. Everybody has um, bands. And that was, I was a huge drug user at the time. And then I got sober and became obsessed with making the Cat House like a brand that still sells t-shirts worldwide. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So crazy. It's so unbelievable so, to see So that. lucky. And it's such a stamp on a time. Yeah. Like there's such a strange kind of, and I don't want to compare the two, but like Sun Records is such a stamp right. on an event. And Cat House has that, like, you can't think of it without thinking of that. Sub pop, grunge. It's yep. just these things are synonymous with each other, and Cat House is one of them. Like, it's crazy. I mean, I, I, I tell most of these stories in my show, but I, I think a lot of it was just me being in the right place at yeah. the right time. Yeah. And, and, if that's and the case, a big wave yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Then it, it got it got crazy and it got like ridiculous. I mean, it was and then then because of, I was the guy from the cat house, they hired me to host Headbangers Ball. Yeah. I had never been on TV. The really, only, the only interview I'd ever done in my life was in a porn mag called Chic, where they called me Hollywood's <laughs> reigning sleaze king. <laughs> Me. Were they was, wrong? Huh? Were they wrong at no. the time? No, they, no, they were not wrong. And <laughs> it put you additionally on the map. Yeah, right. I mean, I've always had this. I mean, now I couldn't be like, you know, I'm I'm fairly normalish, except yeah. I'm an old man with a mohawk. Yeah. But you know, we had a reputation back then at the Cat House, and we lived up to it without trying to perpetrate some right. dirty, sleazy rock play. We just were that. I mean, matter of fact. The cat house got so big that we said, okay, we want to do four cat houses out of California. Where should we do it? Arizona, after yeah. the gold rush. Yeah. And the, the Arizona, because everybody knew about what our reputation was, they came here and wanted to live up to it. So yeah. it was almost crazy. It was worse. Yeah. It was the, the, the ones we did after the gold rush were, if anybody listening went to those cat houses, oh, they're not it alive. was so fun. <laughs> no, those people are still alive. They're, they all died in very tragic If death. anybody that went to the cat, hopefully they passed the stories on to their kids. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. We were passing the stories on to all of us again. And uh, reliving this on stage, and you're doing that tonight. Yes. And it's a one-man show. Yes. And you're up on stage just doing a spoken word. And when I first heard this, I'm like, man, 
that dude has got. I don't know how much of it has been revealed in the past, or how many times you've oh. told these stories. Like maybe I, I don't read. I'm not a regular reader of Chic, so maybe you've told this story before. <laughs> there are so many stories that I tell in this show that are just humiliating and embarrassing. <laughs> but for some reason, I've told stories that I hadn't told my wife. And and the scary thing is, in oh. Hermosa, my parents are going to be there, oh. and in Hollywood, it's going to be. And and I mean, at the show tonight. I was in this 80s band. The guitarist is going to be there. I've got a couple people that were security guards at Cat House that are going to be there tonight. Uh, a couple people that were in some 80s bands that are now no in No kidding. In so you got reunions? Yeah, it. that's tonight, which is going to be weird telling these stories and saying, like, that's the way it was, right? Like, talking about this right. story at this Pantera party, and one of the guys that was at the party with me is going to be at the show tonight. So oh. tonight is going to be really, Are really there ever cool. any moments in the show where somebody in the crowd is like, no, 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 Ricky, that didn't happen that way? That will happen in Hollywood. Somebody's going to have a different about You all shut these your mouth. Bits. And there's a lot of them are going to be, and it's going to be weird, because it's also there's stories that people had not, would never believe but in Hollywood, they they might know about them because right. they happened, you know. And, and I really believe, you know, there's certain stories about certain people that were in my life that are going to be at the show. And I'll be saying, like, that's really how it happened, right? Yeah. You know. And then so. he'll say no. And you're like, get your own show, Chips right. Enough. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> there's no enough enough stories in yeah. my show. Okay, okay good. All right. Just making sure that Chip isn't heckling. No, no, All right, no. Good. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, who's like, I don't want you to give it away because you can go to the show. Uh, it's at Marquee, correct? Or yeah. where, no, uh, it's at the marquee. It's at the marquee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Way too big. Like Way too big. Yeah. Hurry up because there's only hundreds of tickets left. <laughs> Corey Feldman <laughs> was there and he sold a hundred. So you should talk. He did? Yeah. Oh, God, if I could just sell. <laughs> I would sell Corey. All I want is now I've got, now I've got a goal. Before I was like, yeah. look, I don't want to, like the last time I was at the marquee, I saw Lamb of God there. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I, this place is really big and, and not a lot of people know about my show. Why am I playing the marquee? But now that I know that Corey Feldman had 100 people, <laughs> I was one please, if you're listening, it. please come to my show at the marquee. As long as I can get to 101 and know. That's it. I outsold. I mean, that'll you, be. It's like, you hey, beat Feldman. How, a goal. We've got a goal. That's the goal. It's like, hey, how's Ricky Rackman show? Better than Corey Feldman's. <laughs> that's all I, that's all I need. No, You're like, setting a yes, very reasonable standard. Yes, that's, that's, that's all I yes, And I'll smart. get 99 and then Corey Feldman will like, I drew more than Ricky Rackman. <laughs> <laughs> but battle across the... So it's been drawing, though. Like, you've been getting a lot of good crowds. Okay, here's yeah. the craziest thing. I did four shows in Australia. Remember, 10 months ago, I never thought about doing these shows. Wow. I did four shows in Australia. I sold out Sydney, Australia, and Corey Feldman hadn't even been there. And I sold out Sydney, Australia. <laughs> that's what you think. And then... <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I don't think he sold out. No, no. But I said to the audience, I was like, how many of you people watched Headbangers Ball? And they said, we didn't get Headbangers Ball in Australia. I'm like, why are you here? <laughs> yeah. They had known about these crazy stories and wow. heard about me from Guns N' Roses or all Cat these and Cat House. And there's a lot of it that isn't even the Headbangers Ball, Cat House. There's a lot of the sex, drugs, rock and roll Times the stupid things I did on the radio, yeah. Oh, yeah. all that stuff that I'll talk about. And it's also about you know having a lot of money and losing everything. You lost it bankrupt. all. I lost it all. I mean, you hear people, oh, I'm bankrupt, but this is my house. It's like, no, I was in an apartment where they turned the power off, and I was flat after. Wow. Oh yeah, I had after to get a headbangers ball. After oh, yeah. Loveline, after, after, after Loveline, after I was on. Uh, talk radio show called KLSX. That yeah. was the reason that I lost my job. No and went kidding. Oh, my God, yes. I Were mean, my power was turned off. What? Were you a user during that time? Nope. nope. Just because you're sober doesn't mean you're not still screwed Right. Up, yeah. You know? Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Mornings at 98KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. So it was, it was stupidity after sobriety. 
Uh, yeah, I still do that. Yeah, but, I do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was. If you don't know the stories, I'm going to tell them tonight. Yeah. But I think some people I know Trip knows them. Yeah, and uh, there's some crazy stories that happen. Was Trip involved in a lot of that? You worked with Trip at uh, K-Rock, I worked at right? Trip at K Rock. The only thing he was involved in that now he says he did not say. But I remember him bringing me to the studio for Love Line. He said, "Ricky, you're simply not funny. We're going to bring in." <laughs> Adam Carolla and I'm like okay. <laughs> did, he, then, did he call you? When he, I want you to come into the office, Rick. I sat in the office looking. Yeah. I remember. I don't. And he just stared at you. Yeah, he's you're like, not Ricky, funny. You're simply not funny. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't remember. That. And I, first of all, Trip is so trip. By trip the way. is a great. I love. Yeah, I was so great. happy to see him today. Yeah. But I do remember him saying he'll probably say that didn't happen. It happened. Well, how but, else would it have but, happened? Huh? How else would it have happened? He's, he's moving you. But what happened is then they had the three of us on the show, and then I left the show. To start my own show called the Triple R, which was a talk radio show right. that I did in in Hollywood for a while until that had a explosive demise. <laughs> and, um, you sense a theme here, right? Uh, the trend. Yeah, That's why this yeah. the show works. I was very self. I, I, I let's just say I made bad choices yeah. throughout my life. But if those bad choices didn't happen, it wouldn't lead me to where I am yep. here. See, I always wonder. Hopefully, having that. battles with ticket sales against Corey Feldman. So. Right. So that's 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 yeah. what it is. People always say that, and I like hearing it because it's true. Like if the bad things you did led you here, were they worth it? And it's the line from No Country for Old Men: If the if the law you followed the whole way brought you here, was it a good law? Right? Like, was it a right. good thing? Like is that a th- or would it have been better? Yeah. No, you I don't just think so? I, I'm to be where I am right now, yeah. and to be doing. A, I mean. My whole life, I've been surrounded by people with ba- in bands that were talking about going on tour, and I thought it sounded so glamorous and so cool. And I'm old, and I'm going on tour right now yeah. in a van, traveling, <laughs> going up on stage, and being backstage, and filling out a rider, and 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 making last on your passes, rider, huh? What's on your rider? Water. <laughs> oh, come on, man! There's a <laughs> get, they, they gotta get somebody gets some fresh socks, putting like energy drinks, and yeah. you know, a couple of stuff like that. But it's really easy. You see, I'm still like not. Big enough to make demands. It's like I'm so grateful that I get to play shows. I mean, the Hollywood show sold out a couple of weeks ago, but Feldman sometimes makes I go, huh? Feldman makes demands. Uh, of course he does. He draws a hundred. I'm going to get ninety. We're going to get you a jug of brown underwear. What does Corey Feldman? What's ask on his rider? Have you, you? I'm sure you've seen the clips of his show. Well, I went oh. to it. Oh, you went to the whole show. I went to the okay. show. Was it so? Horrible that it was yes. sort of entertaining. One hundred percent. Yeah, and he's going and, back, and I'm going back. He's coming back in October, and I think we're going to hit three hundred people because I've been talking about this thing. It's it's. But the, he lost an angel. Here's the thing. Yeah, his uh, yeah, his wife's not well. So she's quitting yeah. the band. They're getting divorced. Here's the thing, though. It's it's so entertaining because he's so delusional that it's an empty room, right? And I and that I admire. I don't well, know how you can get on stage and just go, I'm doing this because I want to. I don't care who's out there. Is that delusional or is it like I've seen certain musicians play in bands that didn't have big crowds and they were pissed at the crowd. It's yeah. like the smallest crowd I've ever played to was like 45 people, which was last night in Tucson. <laughs> right. And I decided, okay, am I going to go out here and be pissed off about the people that aren't here or am I going to go – Thank you. I'm yeah. going to stick around afterwards and meet everybody. Yeah, and, for the people who are here. Right. And that's what I do. And the, the, sec, the truth is, the second I stand on stage, I'm having a blast. Right. And I love being with people. So, you know. And that's it, how it, it is. But you're right. Maybe the word it, of yeah. mouth. People had a great time. Like, you got to check this but out. But maybe it isn't delusional, but it seemed like it. Right. You know, watching it, you're like, something's not registering here. Like, there's a right. disconnect between the audience and him. It's a little Michael Jackson dances. and <laughs> There's a lot of that. It's delusional. So it's, it's so strange, and then you are you find yourself wildly entertained. Yeah, like, yeah. I, like would I go? But not yes. on purpose. We wonder the, ba- we're going. Like the band, the guys that play. One of them was in Meatballs like- 4 with him. 
That's right. He and he introduces him. He's like, you remember him from Meatballs 4? And I'm like, no one remembers Meatballs 4. Was it 3D? <laughs> no, I, think I, I might have to go back and check. We'll see. Wow, uh, Ricky, your, your uh, show tonight uh, is, how long is it, by the way? It's long. Is it? <laughs> well, yeah, don't sell long. it that way. It's but, too long. It's four but, hours. No, first, it's like an hour and a half. No. The first show I did was three and a half hours. Three and a half and then hours. Then cut it because yeah. that's too long. And then it's it's about an hour and 15 minutes, and then there's a break. Yeah. And then we do about another hour and... No it's, kidding. Yeah, it's definitely... You were just over, that full of over, stories. I didn't say everybody's still there at the end of the show, but I did. <laughs> no, it's 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 a long show, but I'm and I'm and I'm telling this the honest. I I I put myself down more than a lot of people do, yeah. but it's the one thing that I'm so proud of, and nobody has ever said, "God, it was a little bit long." There's like, right. keep on going, keep on going. No kidding. And the show is, I, I mean, I'm very very proud of this show, and I have a lot of stories about eras about Phoenix area. Yeah. And uh, I'm very, very proud of him. I want That's people great. to go to the show, and I promise you, you're going to have a good time. And you're going to hear some stuff you never thought you were going to hear. Have you heard from some of the folks you're talking about saying, hey, I wish you wouldn't tell that story? Not yet. I haven't you worried asked, about that? I haven't, uh, well, Probably the Hollywood shows. I'll tell you yeah, one. Exactly. Uh, you there's one story one? I want to so tell you. So don't you. Uh, hold back on names or anything like that? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. There's a guy. No. Yeah. I mean, there is one guy that some of the stories that I tell – about certain musicians, um, I call them and I say, hey, I'm talking about this story. And then they tell me more about it that makes it even better. Right. I mean, everything I say, I'm not making up anything at all in the show. I don't know. I say a lot of stuff about Axel, and and I don't know how he's going to take that when he hears, not well. hears it. Well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't talked to him. I still talk to Slash and Duff all the yeah. time. I haven't talked to Axel, but you know, I'm the first one to admit that. I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for Guns N' Roses. Right. They helped me so much. Still, like Slash is still wearing cat house shirts now, yeah. just like Axel used to. Yeah. So, you know, and there, but there's stories about so many bands and, and but you're a little worried maybe about Axel. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm well. I'm very worried about what people are going to think, but. It'll be my last show, so it's like, don't do it anymore. <laughs> okay, I won't. I don't say anything negative about anybody. But it's um, an embarrassing situation. Trying to think. Tough situation. Yeah, yeah there's a sure. couple people that's the sex, drugs, talk, yeah. and, you know, but but the the one, that, the most Can you damaging tease us with a nugget? Yeah, give, um, give us a little something. Uh, oh, I don't know what to tell. I mean, well, I'll tell you, there is a story that a lot of people know that involves the cat house Axl Rose and David Bowie. But I'm going to tell everybody what really happened because it happened at the cat house and I was there. And there's stories about, you know, stupid things I did and arrests and drug dealing and fights and jail and was stuff it like a, that. It was a sex story? No. Axel, oh, oh, so it was a fight? Oh, oh no. Okay. No. Well, some people have heard this. this. Some right, people we'll have heard this story, but please go to the you show. you got to go to the show and find out. That's you, intriguing. You could be that 101 person that's sitting <laughs> over Corey Feldman. I'll be, I'll be the, like, the, yeah. the Feldman tipping point. Bite this, Corey Feldman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's a thing that also, they say, uh, is uh, going to pull on your heartstrings also. There's a moment there's some parts where that are very, he's I mean, as much as I, there's certain things that are just very nostalgic that people are like, oh, yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of young people people that are at the shows too which like in chicago i was like these are all young people yeah and there's parts that are funny and i'm very very proud of that but there's also parts that's like people are just like like i tell these stories and the place is silent it's yeah. not silent because nobody's there it's silent because everybody is listening and when you're on stage and you're talking and there's no noise it's like wow i got him i mean right. this is without a doubt the most fulfilled this is the 
this is the greatest thing I've ever done in my career. Yeah. Because when you went to watch Ted Banger's Ball, you wanted to see the bands, you wanted to see the videos. You went to the Cat House, you wanted to see the girls or the bands. When you come see this show, you're coming to see me. Yeah. You know, so that makes me feel very good. And you were our conduit. I guess so. you were our center to all that stuff. Like you, we, you were who we kind of wanted to be, but didn't have the courage to really be that. And I was also that person that there, if there was something that you didn't like on MTV, you always blamed me, even though right. I never picked a video. It's like, <laughs> why aren't you playing more Slayer? And then somebody's like, why aren't you playing more Slaughter? It's like, oh, it's all Ricky's fault. It's like, I wasn't. It's like, oh, how can you do that? I'm like, because it's a job and it's yeah. cool. Yeah. I get to fly all over the world and meet rock stars. Exactly. I mean, I've met every rock star I could possibly want to meet. Yeah. That's a cool job. You know? And in a way, I look at that like I don't want that. Like I admire that you had fun doing it, but I, every time you meet, so I have a thing. I want to do a podcast called "All Your Heroes Are Assholes," right? Because when you meet them, it changes everything. Whether they're Sometimes. nice or other, not, they're not always mean, but it, it changes your perception. Whatever you've built up isn't going to match. I mean, some people I went in there thinking. God, I hear such horrible things about Ingve Momstein. I'm like, yeah. oh, I can see why he's a jerk. Or, or like, oh, like, <laughs> like the one time I was like, oh, look, Richie Sambora. Wow, he kind of smells bad, and he's a drunk idiot. I was like, oh, but I'm not. Oh yeah, okay. Well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So there's certain people that were kind of that were kind of like jerks. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Maybe I caught you on right. a bad day. But if you're an a hole, when I meet you, that's your thing. I'm gonna say that. And yeah. then there's other people that like. I mean, I got to meet Brian Johnson and Angus Young of ACDC. Yeah. They couldn't have been nicer. Ronnie James Dio is one of the most gentlest, kindest yeah. people of ever. And despite what everybody thinks, me and Dave Mustaine always got along. Our even pals. though he always gave me a hard time on TV. Always. Now, Mustaine hates me. Huh? And that's probably over now. But I went to lunch with him because I made fun of him once on this show. And he called for a lunch because he was in town. And we had to sit at lunch. And he goes, you know, I still shred. And I'm like, I never said, what's going on here? Because I thought it was just going to be a let's meet. And he was mad right. about, like, you know I'm a legend. You're attacking you your really own. Yeah, oh, it was, we're sitting at this sushi lunch. And then we had to go listen to him play guitar for a while. It was the strangest thing I've ever been a part of, and I laugh at it to this day. And I'm like, is he trying to win me over, or is he telling well, me he I was hate more you? Upset. I mean, what upset was the uh, the impression? Well, I wasn't was doing it favorite. until then. I wasn't doing an impression. Maybe you know, until well, that well, I will tell you this because I I truly do love Dave Mustaine. Yeah, I think that everybody's had times in their career. What they weren't in a good place, and yeah. especially when it's off and it. on drugs, you don't know where everybody is. I mean, you know, if I meet somebody, I don't care if they're high or not high. If they're right. a jerk, I will call them out yeah. on it. But I know that there was a time when I was a meth head that I probably wasn't the kindest person ever. Yeah. Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Morning somebody, Holmberg's morning sickness. There might have been a time I met you and I'm like, what's going on? And that's kind of how I felt. I was like, what's going on with this guy? It wasn't yeah. a normal interaction. Well, there's certain people you just meet you're like, this guy's really out there. This yeah. guy's just like, there's there's some. But I've, I've always liked Dave and I've also yeah. seen him in, in different positions. Stages. In his life. Yeah. yeah. He's a redhead. He's all over the place. You never know. They're you can't trust different. that. Yeah. That's, what, that's, what, that's what it must <laughs> it's be. Just that's a re- it must it's be. a crazy thing. And I'm glad that like we don't have a big feud because I really like Megadeth. Yeah. So I'm glad that we don't have like a big feud. There's Alice yeah. Cooper lives out here. There's a lot of Alice Cooper stories in my show. Are there? Yeah, Nita Strauss, Nita Strauss showed up at our show in New Orleans, which was really nice. cool. And who else showed up at some of the shows so far? Like guys in Code Orange, guys in Life of Agony. Um, just people like show up that I'm like, oh, that guy showed and up. Is there a time you'd look in the audience and see somebody and you're like, I don't want them here? For the for what's about to happen, other than no. like maybe actually, you're all right no. with everybody no. hearing it. Yeah, like it I would mean, make you nervous to see somebody. You're like, he's there because you know he's there to go. What are you saying? 
Hollywood will happen. Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> I want to go to Hollywood. And so. Hermosa Beach. Yeah. Um, my my father, my Which mother, are the last my two stepfather. Shows. The Your last parents two shows. don't know. My, Oh my! I mean, it's weird to talk about like porn stars and crystal meth. And it's like, hi, mom. You know, but they know that I had a path, a history, but not the details. No, they. I don't think they knew that I was dealing drugs at one time. But they look at me and like, you know, he's all right now. I'm doing okay. You yeah. know, I'm happily married with a nice house, and I sure. pay most of my bills. And you know, <laughs> most of them. Yeah, that's all of us, right? I'm, on the, I'm, a, I'm almost on the level of Corey Feldman when it comes to draws. So they're like, okay, it's okay. You You're going to crush Corey Feldman. There's no question about that's that. That's my next T-shirt. I crushed Corey Feldman. <laughs> that should be one. I bought a shirt at his show. Of course well, you did. I, you why, have to, right? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Like, if I had a Corey Feldman shirt, I would be rocking that shirt right now. <laughs> You know, I'll let you borrow mine, and you can huh? wear it on stage. Today. Did it come with matching shorts like your? No, 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 it's not Cabana Corey. I wish. I, I wish that'd be a people, smart move. I wish you people could see what he's wearing right now, because part of it is like, uh, and the other part is like, it's kind of comfortable. Yeah, no, you're do envious, you, and also like, I could, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm like looking at it like mm, you know that yeah. you've got matching shorts and t-shirts. It looks like something. Either something horrible's happened. I had to borrow clothes to leave that situation, or I'm going someplace incredibly fun. Or you lost the bet. Or that. There's yeah, a lot of that. Right. Yeah, there's a whole Do bunch you own of that. Crocs. The guy that started. No Crocs. Do you own no. Crocs? Take it back. That's like having a minivan, Ricky. The guy that started Grand Animals. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Grew up. The guy that started Grand Animals. Yeah. Grew up. And this is yeah, this, I'm Grand Animal Man. I am kind of that guy. Hippo meets hippo. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I'm punk rock. I put a hippo with a tiger. <laughs> Ricky Most Rackman people are saying, like, what's a Grand Animal? Uh, he's got one foot in the gutter tour is happening at Marquee tonight. If you want to go over there, check it out. Marquee.com and uh, at 98kpd.com as well. And uh, Racing Rocks was something you did for 20 ages, years. 20 years. And you say you never were on TV. Somebody just said, this guy needs to be on TV. And that's just it's just crazy serendipity, I guess. It just kind of it's, falls and hits you, and you're good at it. That's the key. Yeah. I mean, right now, there is bitterness that sometimes I see, like, everybody getting all these jobs, hosting all these shows. And I'm like, why am I not hosting yeah. shows? Why am I not doing this? But sometimes you got to think, like... Because I'm not doing that, maybe something else. I mean, Racing Rocks ended right when I had this idea of going on tour. I couldn't have done both. So Racing Rocks ended, which sucked because that was my income. But I was able to do these one-foot-in-the-gutter tours, which has been like, I still don't believe. You know, it's like, oh, I got to wake up at like 7 a.m. after driving all night to be on KUPD. I'm like... No, I get to go be on KUPD yeah. again awesome. to talk about my tour. I love saying the word yeah. tour. I say it all the time. You know, I'm this on is tour. my thirty fourth show. And it's mm-hmm. and I have a I have tour T shirts. How cool is that? That's awesome. That's so cool. That is really cool. What is has anybody shown up that surprised you? Like, wow, I didn't expect this person to be here. There was a couple of old guys that had worked at, at Cat House that have showed up. Um I was pretty surprised that Nita showed up. Yeah. Um, especially because she just bought a ticket and showed up in New Orleans. She's, didn't call you first, so, didn't contact, no, just no, showed up. She's awesome. That's cool. And uh, I'm trying to think of, I mean, you know, we've been playing some kind of weird towns, and now it's slowly coming home. Like, I know a lot of people that are showing up tonight, yeah. and a lot of people that are showing up in Hermosa, and Hollywood sold out two weeks ago. That's awesome. So, and then I'm going to end I had a show in Flagstaff. After that, I'm like, no, I'm going to just cancel the show. Take the loss and end it all in Hollywood because yeah. that's going to be like that's where it needs to end. It's going to be like I mean yeah. every day like somebody's hey I'm going to be there too. People from MTV or people from rock and roll or yeah. people from anything. And uh, I'm really really proud of the show and I hope people show up at the marquee tonight because it's really a big place. So if yeah. you go, 
stretch your arms. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot crowded. of room for you to make, make space, right? It look yeah, <laughs> make it look crazy. But it doesn't matter if there's sixty or six hundred. I'm gonna have a blast. Yeah. What What are you listening to right now? Um, I still listen to a lot of old stuff. I started listening to new heavier, more heavy music. One one band that's not really heavy, but is really cool is this band called Unto Others, Unto and they're like metal, but they have this kind of like new romantic type of feel, like yeah. like like new wave sing metal. And I still listen to. I mean, to me at my age, it's like yeah, I'm listening to a lot of b- new bands that have been around like fifteen <laughs> right. years. You know, <laughs> I mean, I. I got into I got into a Monomarth because it was the most it was the most fun show I've ever been to. Yeah. But I also listened to like you know I listened to a little yacht rock maybe once. Oh, in a while, isn't that the I, best? I, it, it's it's an age good. thing too, where you just you, like you stop dismissing other things. Oh yeah, like because it's just kind of cool. Like but... stuff that sucks so bad, it's like oh this is kind yeah. of fun. You know? Yeah, I checked but out I Yachtly to... Crew about oh. four months ago. Right, they tour around and they cover all those songs, but it is. Yeah, I went to one yacht rock festival, and I it wasn't a festival; it was a big show. And I was by it. I go, let's go in there. And it was, and I remember that yacht rock caters to all the people that would like want to kick my ass at school. (laughs) It's like, oh yeah, I forgot yacht rock was listening to all preppies and all those 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 people that had beamers and nice jobs. I'm like. What the hell am I thinking? Yeah. Going to a place that everybody hated me back then. Now they're just older. Yeah, you yep. know. But it was still kind of fun, you know. Yeah, and you never know. I might, I might crank out a little Michael McDonald. Do you have any stories show. about Michael McDonald? Like maybe in tonight's show, you could bring up the one time you and Michael went out and did meth. <laughs> <laughs> just make it up. That would be ah, like, look no, at no, that no. eyebrow. You going. know what I was thinking? I was What's like. That? That might make me go back to doing meth if I could do meth with Michael McDonald. But no, I've never done. I've never met Michael McDonald. But I'm telling you, because I love KPD, I promise you, I will throw some Michael McDonald into yeah, the show. Absolutely, I know, I'm serious. I'm just I'm serious. Up. People that go to the show, I want them to call you tomorrow and say, like, no, Michael McDonald was really in. The one foot in the gutter. Right. every song. And he's on, he's on the phone. Her record looks go well tonight. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to be there, man. And then the next thing you know. <laughs> next Shines thing you know, freedom. Yeah, you're, I, mean, you're I want to go, but you know, I've got such a long way to go. It would be great. Uh, yeah, Ricky, this is awesome. And I'm, I'm nothing but the best success for you. Thank That's you. All I'm, I really, like, so great. I'm, I'm, I'm not just saying this. People know on my social media, I love this station. I've always had a lot of, and I appreciate everybody. And I'm so happy that I got to do your show. thanks. Because. Uh, Corey did your show? No, it, uh, he well, wouldn't he wake get up, up for it. Yeah, so there's another. We were to do it at one or twelve. Those <laughs> were the two because the limo and he didn't have enough. Security. There's a lot of that. There was some yeah. of that. I'm like, are they we really? kidding? We're breaking our neck for Corey. It was the Felder. Uber. It was the Uber. That he I asked if I, I go to my show and it's like, God, it's 110 out. And there's Ricky Rackman carrying a bag of t-shirts. <laughs> no, I'm you're just, humping I, it, man. I, I, the reason that that we do the load in and hired my wife as my tour manager is because it saves money yeah. and anybody else would have quit already. Because so it's is like, it Ricky Rackman's spoken word, the t-shirt? or, or you have yeah, What's the shirt? Well, we sell cat-out shirts still. Cat-out. But it says Ricky Rackman's one foot in the gutter and I never wear a shirt with my name on it. Like, I've never worn a cat-out shirt that has my name. I just won't wear shirts with my name on it. Yeah, Some weird. people that I know that are in bands that I wear shirts with their face on it. That's just weird. Yeah, but I would wear this shirt because it's such a badass shirt. Cool like shirt. one sort of looks like Motorhead, one sort of looks like Rat Fink, and just says Ricky Rackman's one foot in the gutter with all the tour dates. And just to make that shirt was like, wow, you know, you sit back and you're like, I got a tour shirt. Yeah. You know, it's really that's cool. awesome. Yeah, that's cool. CathouseHollywood.com. You can check that and probably get yes. the merch there too. Yeah, absolutely. Not the tour shirts. You Not the tour shirts, shirts, but a bunch of stuff. Show. All right, there you go. Right. Uh, always awesome. Leave us with words of wisdom, Ricky Rackman. Tell the world, change the world in some way, shape, or form. You never know when you're going to have the best time in your life. You never know. Wow. Like, I remember my mom saying to me, you know, uh, I was saying, you know, 
it's kind of sad that I think that the 90s were the best time of my life. Like the 90s were so great for me and the 80s were so great for me. And I, it was hard going a decade thinking the best is behind me. Right. But the truth is like the best time I'm having right now is this. It's like, up this to you. Is, it's not – there's not a lot of money to be made in this at all. But it's like when I get on stage and I get to share these stories with people in the audience – it's really cool. Yeah. It's really, really cool. And I'm honestly having the best time of my life right now, and you never know. What about streaming it or something like Netflix or yeah, one of those guys? Have they maybe, offered it? Or you maybe think? one day. Maybe yeah. one day I will. Oh, and the other advice, don't do meth. <laughs> there we go. I, I was going to say, math. I thought you were going to say, I am too funny, Trip. Screw you. But you didn't throw that bomb. I, I'll tell him that I no, think Ricky's Trip funny, let too. me come into the station. So, uh, <laughs> oh, no, no. I, I let you come in. He fought I know, tooth I know. and nail. <laughs> I just, let's, let's let Trip We in. will not have let's Ricky let in here ever. No. Ricky, come into my office. Awesome. Ricky, thank you so much. Ricky Rackman, one foot in the gutter tonight at the Marquee Theater. If you want to go over there, you can get tickets at cathousehollywood.com. You go to Marquee. You can go to our website. All sorts of stuff. Thank you, man. Appreciate your time. Thank you so awesome. much. Ricky Rackman, everybody. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. Yes, yes, yes.